Thanks for choosing From Friend to Weeb. This podcast may contain spoilers, adult language, and adult content, so viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of From Friend to Weeb. I am your host, as always, Thomas Bowman, and today I have an amazing guest with me. I was recently a guest on his podcast, um, you know, because the other three in his group don't count. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the self-proclaimed leader of Anime Kai and the punk-ass bitch, Angelo, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. But I must correct you, dear sir. The podcast is not just my own. Shameless plug-in, Anime Kai, is a group-created podcast. Uh-huh. We are four founding fathers in that sense. But yes, I am the self-proclaimed leader. <laughs> yeah. Great show. And I was, like I said, recently on there with uh, doing some Tokyo Revengers. Great show, great episode. You guys definitely go check that out. Yeah, so, man, let's get into it. What is your history with anime? Oh, dude. Like, my history with anime is a fun one. Because I never even realized I was watching anime when I was a kid. Oh, alright. So, yeah, so, like, my first anime was Pokemon. But, like, I was four years old when I was exposed to it. Uh, my mother and I had just moved here when I was four from Puerto Rico, and we had brought st- some stuff with us. One of those things was the first three episodes of Pokemon in Spanish. So that was my first exposure, but I didn't know it was anime until I, uh, ma- until I met my friend, who's still my friend, in third grade, where he introduced me to Dragon Ball Z and the culture of Japan and anime as a whole. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like my origin story for anime. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us had, I wouldn't say similar experiences, but, you know, we were always watching those cartoons on Toonami and Cartoon Network that some some people knew they were anime, but, like, some people didn't. Yeah. It was yeah. it was new for, around that time, so. It was very new. For me, it was, it was weird, because uh, my family and I, when it came to cable, it was on and off. For, for some few years, we'd have cable. For other few years, we wouldn't to save money. So there would always be some weird periods of time where I would miss certain animes. And um, when it came to Pokemon, though, I didn't know where Pokemon aired. I was just lucky enough to always find the VHS tapes and have my mother buy them. And um, my exposure to Dragon Ball Z wasn't even, like, from the anime, it was from the video games with uh, Budokai Tenkaichi for the PlayStation. Oh, all right. And uh, yeah, so my my friend who introduced me to Dragon Ball introduced me to the game, not the anime. And so I decided to get the sequel, Tenkaichi 2. And I know majority of the story from Dragon Ball from the story mode of that game. And t- if you haven't played Tenkaichi 2, they engulf you in the story like the sagas are long in that game oh yeah no they are that's that's interesting so you learned about dragon ball through the game and not the the show correct huh well here's a tough question because you know i know with your guys's podcast you guys had initially went through the dragon ball z series yep i mean Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, man? See, this is going to be controversial. Okay. And the thing is, is that I've never really watched Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. You can't... The 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 amount of story that I know of Dragon Ball stems from the sagas that were included in the Tenkaichi series. Okay. Yeah. So it's just one of those, you just sort of know it, don't have the patience to rewatch it type deal. I know it. I know its impact on anime as like a cultural thing. I know enough of it where I'm confident in my knowledge of what happens in the show, but I just never got around to like watching it, if that makes sense. No, I get you. I get you. 
Yeah. I'd say it's definitely worth the rewatch if you ever have the time and the commitment for it. I recently just read through the manga of Dragon Ball. Ooh, uh, and once okay. it got to like Dragon Ball Z on the thing I was using, it got all weird and the pages kept flipping around. So I <laughs> just quit. But I was going to like just reread it and get up to like Z where Z's at. Well, not Z, uh, Super. But then Z started super, messing yeah. up and I was like, eh, yeah, I don't care enough. All right. Since I haven't seen Dragon Ball, um, is there any difference between the manga and the anime? Or are they like faithful to each other? They're pretty faithful. Okay. So, I mean, if you read the manga, it you might as well have watched the show. There is, you know, the language issues. Yeah, gotcha. You know, the translation stuff. Like, Burma. Her name's like Burma Bur- or no something. No way. No way. It, it's a weird name. Burma's name is weird. So. <laughs> it, it threw me off for the longest time. But, alright, so what type of anime do you normally watch? So, I am a sucker for the shonen anime, which... Probably doesn't come as a surprise for most people. Yeah, Shonen's pretty popular. But, um, yeah, yeah, Shonen, a little bit of uh, Slice of Life, Isekai, comedy, and um, romantics here and there. I've only ever seen maybe two suspenseful horror anime, one being Parasite and the other being um, Another, I think it's called. Okay. But besides besides those categories, I'm like usually stuck watching Shonen as my uh, go-to. Interesting. I mean, yeah, a lot of yes. people tend to stick to Shonen. Um it, it's a, usually a safe bet, I'd say. Yeah. Well, all right. So, you mentioned yeah, you're a big fan of Pokémon Dragon Ball. What would be like all-time favorite anime for you? Oh, it'd have to be Naruto. Naruto? Naruto fan? Okay. Naruto, big Naruto fan. Here's why. It's um so even though Cable was on and off growing up, Naruto somehow whenever I got Cable back, I was able to pick up from where I left off somehow. <laughs> the universe was just letting you keep track. I mean it probably, you know, the time you didn't have Cable was the filler arcs, so it worked out. Most, most likely. It was either most likely the filler arcs or I was watching reruns and yeah. just pushed through until it got caught up to uh, whatever the actual story was. But for Nar- for me, Naruto taught me, and you probably heard this from like some people maybe, but Naruto taught me a lot of valuable life lessons that are still with me to this day. Yeah. You know, anime tends to do that. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, you learn lessons from anime. People just like, oh, it's just your silly Japanese cartoons. Like, well, yeah, but it's a little nah. cooler than your little cartoons. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a little, it's much cooler. Not to deny that you don't learn anything from the cartoons we have here in the West, but when it comes to the Japanese cartoon, like, I mean, you're legitimately growing up with these characters. Yeah. I just, I don't know what you can really learn from Red and Stimpy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I still can't Uh, believe that was allowed to air. Like, if that tried to go nowadays. Yeah, I was going to say the one thing you're going to learn from that show is that, um, you're too young to watch it to begin with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was like most cartoons back in our time. Like this, you shouldn't be watching it, but hey, it's good old America. I mean, the one thing I like to tell people is that the cartoons from back then were experimental and had leeway. Mm-hmm. Where versus the cartoons that we have now are playing it safe because of the generation that's currently watching cartoons. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Yeah, that's why you see a lot of, um, you ever heard of, like, the CalArt style? Yeah. Yeah, so, a, like, a bunch of the shows currently now are using, or are claimed to be using, the same art style. Versus cartoons from back then, everything was so experimental, you had different directors pitching ideas that, uh, it just, na- you just naturally had an abundance of different art styles coming at you. Yeah, it was a lot of chaos, but I mean, hey, it's what we grew up on. What can you say? But, it was a good time. 
All right, so Naruto, it's your favorite. You did get big in the Dragon Ball, and you like the Shonen. Man, do you know anything about the Dragon Quest series or franchise as a whole? Uh, good question. And unfortunately, I my knowledge from Dragon Quest doesn't stem from a lot. All I know is that it's... Uh, the art style is from Akira Toriyama, which is the same as Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I know it's a long-running video game franchise. And in terms of anime, I know there's a movie called Dragon Quest that's like, I think it's on Netflix. But I don't know if that one counts. I haven't even seen that one, so I don't know. But um, yeah, my, my knowledge from it stems from like the video games mainly, and I've only ever really played Dragon Quest Eleven, which is, uh, I played it on the Switch. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, Dragon Quest is just sort of your typical RPG hero story. And it's it's been out for a while, but back in uh, 89 to 96, Shonen Jump had a, a Dragon Quest manga, and very popular. They eventually oh. turned it into an anime series um, from, that went from, like, uh... 91 to 92, I think. Really? Yeah. And then just recently here in 2020 to 2022, or something in that sort of general area, I might be getting my dates wrong, but they made a new adaptation to the manga, which is Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, which is what I'm going to have you watch today. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big gap, though. 91, 92, and then, like, 2020. A big gap for no uh Dragon Quest anime in between. Yeah, well, they had, I mean, they've uh, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, they have so many games and this and that. It's sort of hard to check the dates on everything. It's one of those ones where they have so That's much true. going on. I'm, I'm sure that there were more like whoever ran Dragon Quest was more focused on the video game than whatever animated TV show they were working on. Yeah, okay, so no, there was two. Yeah, there, there were there was another manga series that was coming out around the same time the second or this current anime we we're gonna watch came out, which I think is what it was based on. So that's what I'm in. So there was oh okay, a manga, then an anime series, then a manga and anime series. All right, and then makes with, sense. With a million games in between, of course. <laughs> but let me have, go ahead and uh, introduce you a little bit here. Let's see, this is the story of a young hero named Dai who uh, was raised by monsters in a world where monsters used to be evil. And within his travels, he uh, discovers true power and is off to fight the Dark King to save the world. He uh, His one goal in life is to be a hero, like the great heroes before him. Well, so with this little basic introduction, I mean, what are you feeling? Like, I mean, what sort of... I know it's not a great, ginormous introduction, but some shows, you know... Talking too much spoils too much. That That is true, yeah. Sometimes vague is key. Mm-hmm. You want to say just enough that it hooks you in. Kind of like the first sentence in, the, in chapter one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Um, My thoughts currently after you said that is, like, all right, he's, he's an abandoned child if he's being raised by babies. Um, not by babies, by monsters. I mean, what type of show? That would be a, a man <laughs> raised by babies. <laughs> no, I'm, I meant to say like he was abandoned as a baby and then raised by monsters. Yeah. But um, I'm curious, um, how, like how are they going to present that? Simply because I don't know much of Dragon Quest other than the video games. But from the video games, the whole point is fighting against the monsters, I think. Yes, the monsters are technically evil, and you know you got to fight the monsters to get to the main baddie, take out the baddie to stop the monsters, and you can save the villages. And... Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, what what's happening in this show that like he's being raised by monsters? It's uh, it it definitely sounds like it's going to subvert my expectations. Yeah. Well, all right. If you had to take a guess of something that might happen in this show in the future. I know, yeah. I said, I know, like I said, I know there's not much to go off of, but if you had to take a guess of something that might happen, what would you yeah. take a guess on? Uh, 
Well, something that always happens in these types of shows, I'm assuming it's a shonen based yeah, on yeah. like your short description. Yeah. Usually, usually there's like a parental guardian in there that's either one missing and the character ends up finding out and tries to search for them, or two, parental guardian is dead and left behind this enormous power for the main character to unlock. Okay. That that's one that's one that's one of the my future guesses. Might be a little bit of a mix in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't want to waste too much time. So the final question before we jump in and watch the show is are you a sub or dub guy? <laughs> I love it when people ask me this because my answer always throws them off. Okay. A, maybe a unique answer. It depends on which version I watch first. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, I, w- I would normally go towards sub, but if I'm currently busy doing something and I want to watch a new show, I'll go for the dub for simplicity's sake. And the weird thing is for me is that um, once I watch something at a certain language, I'm adjusted to that language. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Now, there's a few exceptions to the rules growing up. Like, if I want to finish a series, but the dub isn't caught up, I'll go to sub for the sake of finishing it. I did that for Pokemon. I did that for Naruto. I did that for Dragon Ball when the uh, Tournament of Power came out. So there are some exceptions. But typically... Um, if I'm, like, sitting there watching a show, it's going to be dependent on, like, which language I chose first. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, normally, I go sub first, and then dub is if I'm, like, like rewatching it for fun. And, like, I'm not yeah. too worried about it. It's just on the background. Mm-hmm. But, no, I get that, dude. Like, trying to go back and forth from sub and dub on one show is a nightmare, like... I mean, shout out, hats down, you know, off for the dub voice actors. They do a great job, but when you're used to one and switch to another, it doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But. For sure. Well, all right, man, let's uh, go ahead, take a break. We'll be right back and jump into this anime. Welcome to the recommendation section. Today, I'm going to go ahead and re-recommend Geek Talk with Tyler. Yes, great podcast for geeks by geeks. He has a lot of great guests on there. I've been involved in a few things of his. Uh, they're coming up eventually, but go check them out. Great stuff. But enough wasting your time with this. Let's get back to the show. All right, welcome Back, we just got done watching not three, but we ended up watching four episodes of the hit Shonen Dragon Quest: The Adventures of Dai. Dai. I don't know what how to pronounce it. See, I'm horrible at pronouncing these names because, like, I hear them in Japanese and stuff, and like, I don't know if it's the same. And I just don't always like focus on like the the name. Yeah, <laughs> I get curse. that. I usually I usually just go with uh, how they pronounce it. So I think I think it's just Dai. Dai. Yeah. Dai. Yeah. So, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to give your initial reaction to the episodes we watched, or do you want to talk about the show and then, at the end, give your reaction? Um, We can talk about the show first, and then I'll give you my initial reactions to the episodes. Alright, so let's jump in. Episode 1, we are introduced to Dai. He is he was an abandoned baby, showed up on this island after uh, you know the Dark Lord himself was defeated. And on this island is a group of monsters who didn't really want to be monsters. You know, they're just a peaceful group of monsters chilling on this island, and they end up raising this child. Now, Grandpa Brass thought here trying to teach the kid magic, you know, and train him to be a hero, like the good old hero was. And then, at some point, a ship floats by, and on it comes a group of heroes, and Dai is so excited to see these heroes, he goes up, introduces them, and brings them back to the island, where he is asked to summon all the other monsters, which he does. And next thing you know, a fight ensues because these aren't actually heroes. They're just some scummy bandits trying to make a quick buck. They end up stealing Dai's best friend, Gomichan, and taking him back to the king as a uh, a reward or offering. In which 
Die doesn't care about that. His grandpa, Mr. Brass, the little monster guy, old man, gives him some special tubes which can capture and release monsters. He goes on and a fight ensues on the ship, and then, uh, you know, he ends up getting the, the monster back, and the king is just like, hey, you know what? You're a hero. These guys suck, you know? Like, you're, you're, you're a good guy. These monsters are good. You're a hero. And, <laughs> I mean, that's essentially episode one. Just the fact, like, he, like, he really was just kind of like, yeah, these guys suck. Here, I'll give you this, um, what do you give them, a helmet? Yeah, he like a little a helmet, helmet right? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, these these heroes suck ass. You're you're gonna be the true future hero. Take this, take this helmet. Right. So I mean, yeah, that was sort of I don't know. I that was one of those spots I felt was a little just undeveloped and just like, okay, let's just push this plot along. You're gonna be a hero. Like, uh, <laughs> come on, man. This kid just comes in with a bunch of monsters, wipes out your army and your hired heroes, and you're just like, you know what? No, you the hero. You. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about, like, what I thought when I saw those capsules. Oh, we go ahead and talk about it now. We saw them. Um, we're doing, yeah, we'll, we'll go episode by episode, so. All right, all right. I got an extreme Pokemon vibe. Once Gramps was like, take these tubes. Yeah. All you gotta say, all you gotta say is gulp and you'll get a monster in. And then I forgot what the other word was to release gush, them. Gush, I think, or yeah, something like gush. gush or... Yeah, something like that. But, like. It just felt very Pokemon-like. It did. Because he storms the boat and then just releases his uh, his monster friends. Apemon, like... go. Exactly. Birdmon. <laughs> and then um, it, it was so funny when uh, Gramps was like, use one of the gold ones because he got two gold ones. Uh-huh. The first one is just a bunch of slimes. Yep. <laughs> which like come together to become a king slime at some point. Yep. And then the other one was a dragon. (laughs) Which in the end, like, okay, yeah, no, I gotta put you back, bro. Exactly. You're causing too much trouble. The 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 funniest part was when he was testing it out on his grandpa. He's just like go (laughs) Yep. Gush. Go gush. (laughs) Oh man, it 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 was funny. It was it's interesting thing. And uh I mean I'm not crazy far in this. Like I just recently started watching the show myself. Um, now these capsules, I'm going to tell you now, aren't like a huge part of the show. Like they make it seem like in this episode, which I was sort of disappointed. At least from where I'm at, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. They are used and referenced, but I do wish it was sort of more like a Pokemon thing. Like that would have been, I think, funny. Yeah. But that's disappointing. How how are you going to introduce a mechanic and then not use it more often? Yeah. How do you feel just about... I mean, the first episode in general, I mean, this boy raised by monsters, trying to practice magic, not really good at it. I like that it, I like how easygoing it is. First of all, the first thing that captured me when I was watching the first episode are the colors. This show is vibrant with bright colors. Oh, yeah. And the animation, at first, I was a little bit taken back. Because there's a weird mixture of 2D and 3D. Like, there'll be some frames where the monsters are in 3D. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just was like, all right, this is clearly an artistic choice in order to fit in all these characters in the frame. So, it's whatever. I'll accept it. Yeah, it's it's sort of here or there, hit and miss. But it's, I mean... It's not bad, I'd say. I think the animation was pretty good. It, it was engaging enough and vibrant enough to, like, it wasn't so distracting. Where, like, right, right. some animes, like, the difference is just, like, too bad to continue watching. Right. So, some things that uh, new animes do is um, the first episode, things are, a lot of things are happening. And then this really big moment tends to happen. Like, um... Usually an, uh, a power is unlocked or you get like this big transformation and the character's like, what's going on? And this one, it's kind of mellow. It's like he gets his friend back and then the king of, I forgot the name of his kingdom, but. Roma? Something, sorry with an R. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's kind of, it's like a mellowed out start. It doesn't throw too much at you. It eases you in to, to the world that is Dragon Quest, which I appreciate. Yeah, it gets you... Okay, it's Romos. He's the king of Romos. King of Romos. Yeah, it gets you sort of an idea of, like, how heroes are seen. Like, everybody's just, like, all happy about heroes. And even if they may not be heroes, like these people are. And, like, a hero is something big in this show. In this world. And then, like... Can anyone be a hero, though? 
It seems like it. I mean, those guys were heroes. Then I can't, like, that. that's something that was in my mind. I can't see, like, um, if anyone can be a hero, then it just sounds like a job that anybody can take. Yeah. So how you how unique is that status in this world, I wonder? I think, like, there's a lot of people trying to be heroes, but there was everyone just living to this expectation of this previous hero who, you know, fought the Dark Lord and saved the world. So, right. I mean, there's always going to be, like, these people trying to be heroes, but eventually there will be another big hero. And everyone, I think, might be trying to see if, oh, maybe that's me. But Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then you get to introduce some of the monsters you see that, normally are bad but like i said on this island they're good they're just chill dude the slimes of... and, and yep. gomachan are so adorable in dude, this show gomachan's the best <laughs> but i mean if you've played the games you'll see a lot of these monsters you're like oh i remember that one i fought those guys before and you'll see them later on like as bad guys so some are just normal monsters too like yeah. there's a there's a there's a straight up monkey yeah as a monster yeah uh, like a leopard or like a leopard, yeah. Some monsters are unique. Some are like just straight up regular animals. I think it's funny he brought the golem onto the ship. <laughs> <laughs> like that dude falls off. Like there's a chance he's just gonna fall through the ship and just sink the whole thing. <laughs> he's going oh, yeah. down. He ain't coming back up. Oh yeah. But yeah, they had a good fight. You got to see, you know, like the magic dude and the sort of trickery and this and that. I mean, what she captures the one lady captures Gomachan and like attempting to stab him. Oh yeah. Yep. I was like, oh no, not Gomachan. Please no, not him. He's too cute. Please no. Right. But I mean, yeah. I've, I mean, overall, how did you feel that episode was as a first episode of a show? It it was good. It um it did all it took all of the points that a first good episode should do, and that's one: introduce your main character, introduce the setting introduce the overarching plot idea in a vague way where a dark lord was killed by a hero now the world is in peace but you as the viewer know that that's not really gonna last yeah and the one point i feel like that it did really good is it didn't show too much yeah yeah sometimes animes can show way too much or even way too little on that first episode right Goldilocks would be proud of this one. It was just right. <laughs> it was just right. All right. So then we get to episode two. Episode two is a few weeks after ep- the events of episode one, where another ship comes to uh, the island. This time it's carrying a princess, Princess Leona, and she is on her way to do a ritual. It's a, a, a ritual that hasn't been done in a long time because people thought the inhabitants of this island were evil monsters when really they're friendly. So enlisting the help of Dai, she uh they go out into uh this sort of cave to do this ritual where the earth god is, I think it was. And in this process, the uh sage and the other guy, the sort of like advisor or whatever that was with her, end up not being so friendly. And we're trying to kill the princess. They as well had one of these Pokeballs of sorts and unleashed a, gi- <laughs> unleashed a giant scorpion, which then poisoned the princess. Their whole plan was to kill the princess and then sort of take over the kingdom. Blah de blah. Well, our hero died. He's he ain't about that. Gomachan went to go and uh, tell Grandpa Brass that hey, something's wrong. But then that's when we find out. Yeah, no, man, these guys are on my side. You're not going anywhere. We're killing you all. But here comes Dai running to save the princess's life, only to end up fighting. Oh, the sage in this epic, like, mecha suit. Yep. Oh, they say they were, like, unbeatable machines created by the Dark Lord at one point that this guy changed to fit the sage's body. Um, yeah. And within this, you know, this whole time we see Dai not be able to use magic power. Like, he was, um, oh, what did they call it? Not blessed, but he connected with all of these different spells. Like, yeah, like, um, Gramstead rituals, but yeah. he... He, yeah, he specifically tells Leona that he doesn't have the talent for it. But he is connected with all these spells, which is not an easy task to do. Like, people can't right. just do that. But he is connected with all these spells, but he can't use his magic powers. But lo and behold, a mark appears on his forehead, and he is able to do some epic magic powers. And oh yeah, ends up saving the day. Princess thinks him and's like, hey, make sure you come and save me. You're going to be my hero someday. 
So I, mean, I love how the guards were laughing at that. Did you like hear that the guards were laughing at that? Yeah. Because it was like a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. They had that little like I mean it's setting up the future romance. Like, let's be real. Oh yeah. Oh big time. Did, oh big if time. If they don't hook up by the end of this. Oh <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, so I mean, what's your thoughts here? Okay. Let's cr- let's take episode one. Uh-huh. And just crank that shit to 11 with episode two. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> because while episode one was mellow and it eased you in, episode two wasted no time with the action, introducing new characters, and showing the uniqueness that Dai has compared to these characters, which is that transformation, mm-hmm. um, that mark on his head. And that fight, like... When all right, take my opinions from episode one involving the 3D models, throw that shit out of the window. Because <laughs> when I saw that fight, I was like, wait, what? This isn't 3D, but like I don't care <laughs> because the fight was just so good. Oh yeah, dude, there is some good fights on this. Like they did a really good job with the fight scenes. They did. And then he um with that transformation of this, he actually utilized magic and used um what was it? Kawoosh? Yep, Kawoosh, a strong magic spell, which even Grandpa Brass was like, oh, that must have been an accident. It must have been an accident, <laughs> yeah. One thing I will, one thing, it's, this is like a love and hate thing I have at the moment. The names of the magic, Oh God, it's yep. like, <laughs> I, I cannot take someone serious if they're just going to go sizzle right in front of me. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, if I'm fighting someone and they're just like, sizzle, I'm like, what? Are, the f- what are you talking about, dude? Sizzle? Like, like imagine Goku from Dragon Ball prepares a Kamehameha. <laughs> but instead of saying Kamehameha, he's like, Kawoosh! It's like, what? Sizzle! It's like five minutes just to say Kawoosh. I got it, dude. <laughs> that would be... That would be something. Yeah, the, the spell names, which it, it, it comes from the video games. So, like, yeah, yeah. You got to give it yeah. its sort of break there. But, God, yeah, those magic spell names are horrible. It's like, I can't take them serious, but I also just love how simplistic they are because then anybody can do them, you know? Or anybody can say them. Yeah. Kawoosh. Gosh. Yeah. But yeah, what do I, you... I like to point out, by mm-hmm. the way, I like to point out that uh, Gramps already knew the ill intents from these guys. Oh, yeah, no. Gr- Gramps is smart. He is very smart. Like, he, like, right away, he's like, wait a minute, you're not good guys. I can feel, like, some strong malice in you. But then it gets brushed off, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more or less like, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we have Which a... I, I wish I wish he didn't do that. Yeah, it'd be better if he didn't, but, you know, gotta get the story along. You got to get well you could still everything could still happen. That's just one or two seconds that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because now in the back of my head, I'm waiting. Now you're making me wait to see these guys reveal themselves as the bad guy when I wouldn't have to do that. I could just be watching and then be hit in the face with the reveal instead. Mm-hmm. But other than that, episode two was a fucking banger. Oh yeah. Now let's talk about the real hero in this episode. Gobachan. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. That poor winged, golden winged ball of sunshine just doing his best and screeching <laughs> and crying. Uh, I'm a sucker for the cute things. I'm noticing a theme in currently with the four episodes that we've seen is that anything that comes to this island is immediately just going to blow shit up. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every time something comes to the island, there's like there's like a fight that has to happen at some point. Yeah, let's jump into episode three. Speaking of that, episode yeah. three, we start off with a kingdom under attack. And, or was it the end of episode two? It might have been the end of episode two or the beginning of episode three. Regardless, there's a kingdom under attack. And this man with some nice hair and glasses and really funny looking goes off with this other guy like, hey, yeah, no, we got to find the true hero. And they set sail. And where <laughs> else do they land but the island where Dai is? And he is a hero trainer. He trains people to be heroes. Him and his disciple, Pop, 
decides, you know what, die, we're going to train you. I'm going to give you the extreme training. And like, you know, you're going to just hardcore train for seven days. And once you're done, you're going to be a strong hero. And he's going to teach him his special moves. You know, he's got, he's got to focus on the, what he's got to be able to slice earth, slice wind and or water and slice air all together. Then he can be able to do the dude's ultimate attack. The Arvin Slash, I think it was, or Arvin Slash? Arvin. Yeah, yeah Arvin no Slash. And uh, so at the beginning of this training, he, like, gives Dai a sword. He's like, hey, this is a magical sword. It unlocks your capabilities. And, like, go ahead and use it. He does, like, some ultimate power, and it's not even, like, a magical sword. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so they go through a little bit of a training montage here. You know, he breaks Dai to the point of exhaustion to show him, like, you know, once you're, like, at your limits, that's when your body is and it seems like a common anime trope is like to really yeah. get better your body has to be like beyond exhausted well i think that applies to real life in some ways like when you're working out you kind of have to break and tear your muscles in order for them to rebuild and create those bigger layers yeah and like see i worked out heavy for like two years like every day and i did not unlock any fucking magic powers dude so i call bullshit well yeah <laughs> <laughs> All that happened was I lost my I lost the ability to eat good food because I thought I had to look good. That's all that happened. Wow. It was a waste of my it was a waste of two years. God damn. <laughs> I didn't get no special abilities. But yeah, so you know, Die starts his uh training mechanism. Pop is uh the the other guy, um sort of not really caring, not really wanting to do much. Just sort of a he's, side character. He's scared. Yeah. He's scared. But you get to see him sort of in secret practicing as well because you see how good, you know, Dai is doing. And he's like, well, you know, if he could do it, I could do it. I, what do you feel about this? So involving the characters, I didn't take Avin seriously because of his design. I'll be honest. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I don't know. When I first watched, I had this like, okay, he's either like just some like bad guy or like he, he's either something better than what he is. But like the way he looks, he just looks like a goof. Like I... He, it's hard to take yeah. him serious. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. The guy is cool, and he's funny, too. Oh, yeah. Because there's that one scene where, um, right after Dai kills the two gargoyles that were, like, trying to fight them, and he uses that sword that you mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, Gramps looks at him, and he's like, oh, this guy might be real shit. But as he's saying that, Arvin is poking, like, he's poking his nose. He's digging for gold in there. I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay, this guy, this guy's a character. I Some like serious him. Goku energy. <laughs> serious Goku energy, exactly. Oh yeah, one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, he put a circle around the island. He yeah, literally so took like, his sword, yeah. drove it down, and just ran across the island. Yep. And put up a magical barrier where you know creatures with malice couldn't enter. Which yeah, then Dai yeah. had to fight the gargoyles, so he didn't because the Dark Lords returned, and so they wanted to take out those gargoyles, so that information didn't get back to the Dark Lords. Did you notice that the gargoyles had like I, what was it numbers? Or, I think it was letters. Yeah. There was A and B. There was gargoyle A and gargoyle. Gargoyle. Very, uh, shout out to the video game there. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, no, yeah, you, you fight monsters, and you know, they're like the same kind. It's usually like, you know, creature A, creature B. Oh, that's right. I think they do that in like Final Fantasy, at least in the older ones, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. Quite a few shows that are stuff that does it still to this day, like uh, playing the One Piece Odyssey, they do that. So that's a big like RPG trope. Ooh, okay. I, I think it would be like a shout out to the video game series. So I, I could be mistaken, but it could be something else. But that, that's my take. I'm just going to assume that you're right because it makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Never assume anything I say is right. <laughs> Very well. But yeah, so yeah, back to it. What did you, you know, episode three, pretty interesting. Good training montage. He's learning some new skills. Um, I like it. It's just everything is happening kind of fast in this episode. Yeah. Like I get it in the last episode, we got that big fight and like he got his transformation. So that by itself is already a quick thing to introduce, mm -hmm. but it's also like, a real in method like oh we got to showcase this in order to keep the audience coming yeah. but oven showing up is in my opinion too quick 
for episode three. Okay. Because it's like, I'm going to train you for seven days or then you're going to be a true hero. And like, most likely they're going to set out on an adventure, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's sort of, all right, seven days, I'm going to train you. Like, okay. And... <laughs> So, like, magically, this dude just, like, it, it, I could see, yeah, it does sort of happen pretty quick. Um, but, I mean, let's be real, this, this anime, there's only a hundred episodes for this, <laughs> only a hundred episodes for this anime. Really? Like an even 100? Yep, hundred and done, man. One hundred and done. I didn't know anime did that. I thought they were always, like, anime episode lengths always had either, in my opinion, an even number that wasn't a hundred or, like, a random them. yeah they, they they have weird some of them just like some you know yeah like odd even numbers or just weird ass numbers like oh season one for this this season season one's gonna be 18 but season two is gonna be 23 like what the fuck 23 who the fuck does 23 i kind of I, I, I kinda appreciate this because like shameless plug-in again you know i'm from anime kai with well my anime kai brothers you know and as since you were a special guest you know that we tackle things arc by arc Mm -hmm. so in an episode structure like this since i'm the one that does the recap and decides like uh which arc we're tackling i can easily split this up 25 by 25 and make four episodes yeah you could yeah shameless plug (laughs) shameless plug But yeah, so episode three, just a little training arc and trying to get this guy done with his seven days of training. You got Pop trying to, you know, do his thing. Then we jump to episode four, and this is oh where boy. everything comes together. Oh, boy. Sort of. So, even or even the you know trainer guys is like, all right, we're doing a serious training. Uh, Gramps, you got a spot where we can train where no one will get hurt. Like, if stuff happened, this island would be okay. Because... <laughs> At this point, Dai's only mastered slashing earth. He still needs to slash water and slash air so he can learn that special move. Right. And so they find a spot, and uh, yeah, so Avin transforms into a dragon. Dude, I was so caught off guard when he did that. <laughs> right? I th- I was thinking like iron body, like this. Ah, oh, my armor's gonna, my armor's gonna be so strong. You can't hurt me. Ha ha. No, he turns into a dragon. I thought he was gonna pull a Master Roshi. And just become this buff dude out of nowhere. Yeah. I was expecting something else. And it's at this point, I want to say it now before I finish this recap because it ruins my thought. But at this point, I was thinking, oh, God, is this the Dark Lord? Is this really just the Dark Lord? He's just fucking with everybody? <laughs> like, oh, he no. knew this guy was going to have some power, so he's going to come here to screw around. But during this fight, after Dai masters slicing water in the form of slicing the dude's fire breath, the dragon's fire breath, and actually yeah. hurts him to the point yeah. where he goes back to normal and his nose hurts. Yep. We get a disturbance in the force. Literally. The force field. There's a disturbance. It's bad. There's a disturbance in the force. It's big. And it is the Dark Lord himself. That is right. And we get a little info here. We learn that Mr. Hero Trainer was actually the legendary hero who killed the Dark Lord himself. So now we get a rematch. We get Hero vs. Dark Lord again. Yep. How did you feel about that? Okay. Like, normally I would argue that this is happening too fast, like in episode three. Uh-huh. But anytime an anime does this, where they reintroduce the like the main bad guy from a past time before the show starts, this soon, it can only mean one thing. There's somebody bigger. Yep. There's somebody bigger. This Dark Lord guy ain't shit anymore. So that that that's my assumption from this. Like... What oh man, what what is this guy doing? If he was the previous hero that killed the Dark Lord, then like why is he dressing up like a hero tutor? What, what like what's going on there? Yeah, he's just trying to train other people in case of the return of the dude that's standing in front of him. That is true, but like he's already the one that killed him. So theoretically, wouldn't you assume that he'd be able to kill him again? Yeah, and I mean question mark. Who knows? I mean, they go sort of, yeah, it, it, it's it's a reveal, yeah. man. It's a reveal. It's a big reveal. I had my I had my suspicions because I think in episode one, when they're talking about the Dark Lord being killed, 
you see the guy that slashes him have white hair, and the only other character we've seen with white hair is Ovin himself. Yeah, that sort of, I think, sort of gave it away. And uh, I feel, yeah. I don't know, like, it was something. Like like I said, I had a feeling he was either going to be, like, the hero or the bad guy. Right. And when he turned to the dragon, right. my mind went straight to, oh, no, he's the bad guy. Like, he's just playing him. And then, oh, no, no, he is the good guy. What? Who is this man? So, so what made me... What made me not trust him a little bit was at the start of this episode where they're on the ship, right? And Pop is just like, we got to go back and help. And he's just like, nah, our soldiers will take care of it. We got to look towards the future. And I'm just like, what general? Because he's dressed like a general. So uh-huh. what what general does that? Right. He does seem sort of cowardice, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe he had the uh, the knowledge. I mean, it's just what brought him to that island? What brought him to die? Was it like, oh, right, right. I knew I knew the hero was going to be here. Or is it going to be something like, oh, that's like his secret hidden kid? Or like, who the hell is Die? I don't think and so. And why is he the hero? Like, how does everybody know he's the hero? That's yeah. what I want. Like, how did Avin know to go there? Is so, it... so I have a theory. Okay. As to why they think he's the hero. And it has to do with like, and this is a blink and you'll miss it moment. But in episode one. You see a man holding on to what I would assume to be his dead wife. Then there's like this big explosion, but he flies away from it. And after that, you see die as a baby in um in a boat that lands in that island. So I'm assuming that there's a connection between um Dai's parents and Ovin. And maybe Avin knew because he knew his late parents where Dai would be. Maybe. It's a big theory. I might be wrong because I, I'm probably overthinking it. But I, I like to put two and two together even in the smallest of details. Yeah, I like that. I think that's possible. I, like I said, I don't know. I have not finished this series myself. So we are both right. in the, the blank here. Oh, yeah. All we have are theories until we keep watching. <laughs> but so here, let's... Uh... I mean, that's the four episodes we watched. What? What's your opinion on it? Oh, dude, I love this. Like, I, I am definitely going to keep watching this show because they kind of left us in a cliffhanger in episode four with um, the reveal. We didn't really get a fight, I think. So I got to get back and, like, watch that fight and see how that goes. And yeah, I, I just love the atmosphere, if that makes sense, of this anime. It's mm-hmm. vibrant. It's got that Saturday morning feeling, like you just pop open a box of cereal and you can watch it Saturday morning type of vibes. Oh, dude, for sure, man. This is like, if this was like the sa- on the Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid, this is all yeah. I'd watch. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah, because, you know, like, the art style is remnant of Dragon Ball because it's from the same art creators. So it definitely hits you with, like, nostalgia, the way the show is. Like, the, the yeah. colorfulness, the designs. And, it like, makes you feel like a kid again. Yeah, it is just a good time. Like, yeah, there are parts where it goes a little too fast or does this, but it has all those things that keep you coming back. Right. Um. Did you feel like, speaking of Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. we got to talk about Pop. Uh, okay. You're talking the big Yamcha energy? I, I know. Well, ooh. See, I wasn't going to say Yamcha. I was going to say Krillin energy. Okay. He He's giving me Krillin energy because, like, yeah, he was scared. Like, he, he did not want to fight. But usually, if he's also the student of Avin, then there's probably going to be a rivalry in there. And like, you know, Goku and Krillin started out as rivals learning under Master learning under Master Roshi, and this show is already borrowing tropes from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm still like I said, I'm not too crazy far into this show. I'm still on the fence on how I feel about Pop. Like, he's a good character overall, and I feel like he's gonna have his blow ups and he's gonna get better and he's gonna get stronger. And he is unfortunately he has that, you know, he's like the shadow of the hero. You unfortunately, know? yeah. But he also, I, I, I before, yeah, um, you can finish your point. I'll ask. Okay. Um, I was going to say like, yeah, he's just, you know, he's the shadow of the hero, hero, but even before he knew Dai was going to be this strong, he's always been this sort of coward. Like right. he was shirking his duties and not wanting. So I, I've, eventually I think he'll get a good blow up. I mean, in the few episodes I've seen, he does have like 
a moment where I think he right. changes, but it's still not fully seen. So I do hope he gets a blow up and can be seen more as an equal. If not like, I mean, he's not going to be able to be an equal to die, but like you're saying, the Goku Krillin sort of relationship where he may not be like on the same level, but he's going to be reliable and dependable and be able to do his own when he needs to. Exactly. I was going to ask you though, um, did you see the opening for this show? Yes. While you were watching the episode, you did. Yeah. Okay. All right. What What's your opinion on like what you saw in from that opening? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it sort of spoils some you know, another character that we get introduced <laughs> to later on. Um, so it, it spoils a few things, but like it's it's one of those overall just sort of like good intros, you know. So you're gonna be mad at me probably okay. when I tell you this. So, first of all, I am a sucker for anime openings, despite the spoilers ahead. Mm, Yeah. Because I just, I love openings. I love the music. I love the extra quality of animation that goes into them. Oh, no, don't worry. I was going to get to ask you about the opening. I always ask about the openings because they're always, you know, the music and the stuff. Unfortunately, yeah, some of them, these shonens usually have spoilers, which which sucks. But I, I ended up, like, after watching the fourth episode, I went on YouTube. And I was like, how many different openings does this show have? Or does it just have one opening throughout? And I ended up finding the second opening on YouTube and I ended up watching. (laughs) Nice. I had to. I had to. Like, I love openings that much. I had to. I don't think think I've seen the second opening. The song is much better, in my opinion. I don't know what got spoiled for you on that one. (laughs) A lot. I have a feeling. I have a feeling I might know... (laughs) With where I'm at, I have a feeling I might know what's coming up, though. Yeah, yeah. But we won't get into that real too much. No, no. So overall, you loved it. It has a good vibe. has a good feel to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. If I were to, like, rate this show, like, out of 10, I'd easily give it, like, an 8.5 for the first uh, four episodes. Okay, okay. So from what you've seen, what do you think is going to happen? Or, yeah, okay, what do you hmm. think is going to happen, and what do you want to see happen? Good Good questions, good questions. Um, what do I think is going to happen and what do I want to happen? So what I think is, because we got left with that cliffhanger between um, Avim and the Dark Lord, I think that um, there's uh, there's obviously something bigger going on. So I think there's going to be bigger enemies out there that Dai is going to have to defeat for some reason. I might see this as like a collect-a-thon. Okay. Because... Um, if you notice in the opening, there's like these colorful orb things that dies collecting. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that that's probably what the long journey is going to be about. Like it might be a collectathon, and then they just fight bigger guys, I guess, in order to get these items. I might be wrong though. Like we're only four episodes in, but um, what I want to see happen is I kind of like this is going to sound weird, but I want to see Oven pass down his role to die by dying. Okay. You want the hero to die. <laughs> I, I want the hero to die so that there's no safety net. Because so far, Alvin looks like a safety net uh-huh. in this show. And I, t- like, if when executed right, safety net characters can be good. Like, an example could be Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, nobody messes with Gojo. He can literally, like, do everything. Yeah, they literally made a force field that only Gojo couldn't enter or exit from. Exactly. Because they are so scared of that guy. (laughs) Exactly. I kind of don't want that to be the case with Ovin. Like, I want him to die so that die, AI. (laughs) I want him to die. (laughs) So die. (laughs) So that he can, like, take over in his position. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think on that? Do you think that's, like, a good idea? It's kind of, like, when it comes to mentors and students in anime, I feel like, and this could be, like, the writer in me doing this because I am writing a book. I just feel like the mentor either has to retire somehow or has to go in a blaze of glory that allows the main character to tackle the conflict on his own. Yeah, no, definitely, like, something has to happen so that there's not that limiter. You know, unfortunately, I think we're at a point where Dai didn't get that full seven days of training. So, right. 
he got halted. I think it was only what three or four days. And he only completed two of the slashes. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd be at a point and it, it makes sense story-wise to for something like that to happen actually because instead of just getting this power just sort of gifted to him in seven days he's gonna have to learn that last slash to be able to unlock the full final ability instead of just it all given to him right away now whether i want Avon to die or maybe just be crippled in a way where he can't be the hero anymore that's that's another story <laughs> You want him to be like All Might? Is that what this is going on? You know, it could be. <laughs> let him let him have that All Might sense. Where like <laughs> he could maybe have the powers for like two seconds, but that's it. Like for appearance wise, I could see that. I could see that. But I could see that. Okay. Um, one more question. Yeah. What do you think is gonna end up being the story behind Dai's little uh thing that popped up on him that one day on the second episode? On his head? Yeah, that little whole ability sort of enhanced thing that happened i wish i could connect something to that but at this point in like four episodes in i have no idea (laughs) yeah i'm assuming it has something to do with a hero previous from from oven or even with his like parents okay but there's got there's got to be like some type of other connection to that maybe it's a power from the Dark Lord himself turned to light, maybe. Okay, interesting. But yeah, with only four episodes in, it's kind of hard to figure out what that marking is. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, do you have anything else on this show you want to toss in before we uh, end this? Oh, yeah. Leonora, Le- Leona, that's her name? Yeah, Leona. Yeah, she wants the D. Oh. She wants the D. Yeah, she wants that die. I mean, D, yeah. <laughs> Just had to point that out there. She she wants to die. Oh, dude! If they don't end up like being a couple, I'm gonna rage quit. After. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's not fair. <laughs> although although I kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't think I have any like. Uh... Okay, I do have one question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Did this show? Did this show like subvert your expectations the same way it did to me, or did you like? knew that certain points were gonna come up no it was all fresh like i i have played multiple dragon quest games um i've not yeah. did any i haven't watched the previous anime or in, read any of the mangas i knew the stuff was out but i never really cared about it i just played the games because they're you know enjoyable i like you know the slimes are just iconic for dragon quest the slimes are everywhere like yeah. it's gotten to the point where they're not just exclusive to dragon quest i think yeah no it's it like i think they like made the slime but right i had no idea what i was getting into when i started this so i went in with like eh, we'll see if i like this i just wanted to try something new for a second right i was just taking a break for all my normal anime watching that i do for the show and i was like you know i want to watch something on my list that might be fun and this one it blew my expectations away because i didn't have any and it right. was it was just like way better than i thought it could have been i agree i agree like i said before the, the one thing that captured me for this show was the colors oh definitely definitely i think that's a big one it's it's this very nostalgic feeling for something so new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for something i've never seen listen i'm like a fish if you throw in bright ass colors I'm gonna I'm gonna stare at it. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what this show has. Some bright ass colors. Yeah, it does. Well man, thanks for jumping on. Um now normally I always say, hey, you know, if you finish the season and you want to come back and do a recap, let me know. But since it's just like one season technically with a hundred episodes, maybe we could break this into like twenty five or maybe just even fifty fifty. Sort of however you hey, feel. Hey, I'm down. I'm down for that. So I guess we'll talk and if you know, we get to a certain point and you want to jump back in, do a, a recap of what we've seen. Let me know and we can do that. Sounds good to me. Uh, but yeah, before we just cut off, why don't you go ahead and talk about your guys' podcast and stuff. Plug your shit. This floor oh, is yours. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, first off, before I do that, thank you for having me be on your show. Oh, no. It's glad to have you. Like I said, I'm trying to collect all you guys. Yeah, all your members on here. <laughs> I'm at two or four, oh, so... Are you, are you trying to use those little gulp. capsules and go gulp? Gulp. Gulp. <laughs> um, yeah, so as you guys know, like, he had, um, Thomas here, had a special guest with Travis. He's one of the Anime Kai brothers. He's actually our network guy. I am the self-proclaimed leader. 
you see, first and foremost. <laughs> From Anime Kai, I do the recap and I do the editing and the uploading for our episodes. But yeah, check um we we do um so Anime Kai is like four guys, me, Travis, Jay, and Danilo. Um we take animes and then we do them by arcs rather than the rule of three that Thomas does here. Mm-hmm. And um, we like what we like to do is we take a long, a really long anime like Dragon Ball, and then we sprinkle in smaller animes that are like twelve episodes or twenty-four episodes long, and just do episodes of those in between the longer animes that we're covering, so that there's variety for people. And what's the newest one you're jumping into? Because you guys finished Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so we did um what we like to call the season one finale of Anime Kai. And now starting things off with a new season, we're doing Attack on Titan. Nice. That's a good one. Hopefully they finish it before uh, you guys do. Oh, I'm hoping for that. Like, they, they got to stop with the whole season four finale part whatever. It's like, that's Dude, false advertising. I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. I was, I have never been so mad in anime in my life. I literally was like all hyped, like, all right, the final season's here. Let's do this. I get done with it. It's like, stay tuned for the final, final season. Like, are you, oh, oh you're so lucky. I actually want to know what happens. And I don't want to read the manga. It's really, it's like bad. It's false advertisement. I don't know why yep. they're still calling it the final season. Yeah, so frustrating, but yeah. yeah. But I, I guess, I guess, like since Studio Mappa is the one animating it, I'll give them a break since they've been working on so many other good animes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, go check out Anime Kai, and also you guys have that spinoff, right? Oh yes. Don't so forget me that. and Travis. Yeah, me and Travis, um, that reminds me, I gotta upload a new episode of that today. So Travis and I, we have another podcast we called When Nerds Collide, an anime Kai series. And it's a way for extra exposure for the anime Kai umbrella. Because the four of us, while we are doing it for fun, we are trying to like some like hopefully turn it into a business as well. So me and Travis decided how can we make more exposure and the easiest answer was just do a sub-series. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the check those two out. And um again, thank you, Thomas, for having me be part of your amazing show. Hey, thanks for being on here. And uh you guys all have those descriptions in the link below. So check them out and uh we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening to From Friend to Weeb. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or want to be a guest on the show, send me an email at fromfriendtoweeb at gmail.com. Uh, I also I started a Patreon. I know I've been a little iffy on it, but I finally did. You know, it's getting to the point where this stuff's costing me a little bit of money, so I figured, hey, why not start a Patreon? So for $5 a month, you get a shout-out on the show and... The opportunity to be in my personal Discord, where I have stuff going on sometimes. But yeah, that's about it. You can check all this stuff out, uh, the links to my other shows, the Patreon, my socials, all that stuff, on my new website. Description will be in, well, the website will be in the description below, so check that out. Until next time, friends. Friends.